What's up? It's your girl, Crystal Motherfucking B from the Motherfucking M. And I ain't got to say too much about being from the M because y'all saw that verses that happened on December 2nd. You know what I'm saying? I've been on the edge. Well, I ain't going to say the edge, but been on the fence of recording and uploading my podcast because I just kind of just been, you know, in a real sluggish, you know, mindset, mode, or whatever. But I've been trying to find things to talk about, things to say. You know, I'm on here to talk shit, have fun, talk shit, you know what I'm saying? And be serious, talk, have serious conversations as well, you know? But also, I had realized today, coming into work, I was like, short niggas are annoying. You know how people be like, you can't be loud and ugly, you gotta be one or the other, you can't be both? That's how I feel about short men. Like, short men are so fucking annoying. Like, it makes no motherfucking sense. Like, it's so fucking irritating to have a person that is already annoying, but they're short. Like, they're, like short men act like little-ass kids. And I cannot stand that shit. That shit is so fucking annoying. Like, are you fucking serious? And I don't know why that thought clicked in my head. I guess if I saw somebody, and I'm like, damn, he's short, and he annoys me. And that has to be what it is. Like, damn. Short men are like fucking kids, but men act like kids anyway. But when a short man is involved, that's a fucking child. So you might as well go ahead and get your money ready to buy, you know what I'm saying, binkies and diapers and bottles and all that bullshit. Because short men are, and I can't stop saying because it it's fucking true, short men are annoying just like motherfucking kids. They don't know what stop is. They don't know what no is. They don't know what sit the fuck down. They don't know what shut up. They don't know what close your mouth is. They don't, they think fat meat is greasy. And this is why I don't like short men. Because they act like fucking kids. And they think they so motherfucking funny. Like they have nothing else to offer but they short ass height. And they fucking unfunny funny. If that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Short men don't know when to shut the fuck up. Short men don't know what to sit the fuck down. And I ain't know it's going to be coming so hard about short men, but damn. Tall men ain't no better either. But I love to climb a tree. I love to climb on a nigga. I love, you know what I'm saying? I love this shit. You know what I'm saying? But short men really, really make my damn ass itch. And I ain't know I was going to be coming so hard about it. But the more I talk about it, like, damn. You can't tell a short man shit. You can't even say excuses to a short man. They always want to turn shit provocative. It's like men that are 5'9 and under. They are so, you know what, 5'10, 5'11. You know what, no, 6 feet and under. Their height. I don't, I like a man to be 6'2, 6'3, 6'4. You know what I'm saying? But it's like men that are 5 foot motherfucking something. They are very much something. They get on my last motherfucker. They get on my fucking nerves. Did this car. Was it a car here? I'm embarrassed because I'm in a parking lot. Who gives a fuck? I'm going to get paid for this shit anyway. This shit going to be big. My podcast going to be big because I'm just me being me. You know what I'm saying? But short men. Y'all have no fucking filter. Y'all have no fucking pride or dignity. Y'all have no fucking substance. Y'all have no fucking... Y'all are the most arrogant people. The most... Y'all so arrogant for no fucking reason. 
air, short men are arrogant as fuck, and I be trying to figure out why hell you ain't get that, you ain't that damn tall. You not fucking tall, so why are you so damn arrogant? I know what it is. The arrogance, quote unquote, makes up for their height, the height they don't have, cause the arrogance be taller than their height, and I be like, damn, like, what the fuck? What the fuck tall men? They be chill. They be on their bullshit, but they be chill. They they just be chill, okay? But you short motherfuckers, you short niggas, y'all be on some bull motherfucking shit. Y'all be on y'all shit. Y'all be on your bullshit and y'all know it and they make and when y'all know y'all be on bullshit, y'all carrying on with the bullshit and y'all don't know when to fucking stop. It's just like back in school, you got the short pick me ass girls who get picked on because they short and quote unquote so called cute, you know what I'm saying? And they don't act, they don't know when to motherfucking stop. You know, like short men is equivalent to niggas with muscles, they corny, and bitches with fat asses. I got some booty, but bitches with big booties, especially when they go add more booty, they just be so fucking corny. Like, all y'all in the same boat of corniness. Like, it's corny as fuck. How the fuck y'all waking y'all meat or playing with your pussy off some corny ass shit like that? Because I can't stand a man that's swole as fuck either. They be cornier than bitches with big booties. Big boot like the bitches with fat ass. They just, like have y'all ever just seen a video like that? You like man, these bitch corny as a motherfucker. Like niggas with muscles, y'all be cor- the corniest motherfuckers I've. Y'all are so motherfucking corny, but you short niggas. I want all the smoke. Like y'all be on one, and I'm not tall. I ain't that damn tall myself. But you short niggas, I stump y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all be on some bullshit. You can't even. Sit by yourself without a short nigga interrupting and ruining your motherfucking day. And I know we all get experienced like that. I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't I didn't I didn't mean to get so hard on this shit. I didn't I'm so fucking I'm not sorry. But like damn, y'all don't try to do nothing else besides get on people's nerves. It's like damn, find you somebody else. To fucking get on your get on their nerves. Don't come fuck with me because I'm gonna cuss your ass out. And I'm gonna give you a stink look. And I'll tell your ass to get the fuck away from me. Short niggas are just men that are not six feet or taller. Y'all are crazy. Okay? Y'all are so fucking annoying. Like, we I'm just keeping it real. I'm just being for real. Who I'm just being for real. I did not mean to go so hard on the short men today. I just, I'm sorry. But this episode, I am also going to talk about myself as in reference, you know, I'm not perfect. You know what I'm saying? I think that was just the opener of this episode just my introduction for this episode you know but i'm i'm gonna let i'm gonna I'm chill on you short niggas just i'm gonna chill on y'all short niggas i'm gonna chill on y'all i'm chilling y'all so like i said that i am going to talk about myself i'm about to pretty much talk about my motherfucking self i i wrote down some notes on a sticky note um about my fucking self and i know if you know me yeah i 
feel like I'm, you know, I don't do no motherfucking wrong, but this ain't what it is. This is the reality of Chris. And I just wanted to, I love talking about my love life. It's just so funny, adventurous. It's so fucking funny at times and shit. But, um, I've noticed that I think I'm Future's protege, protege. I think that I am Future Hendrix Jr. I feel that as so my biological dad, I feel like I am him, but I am a his daughter. I am the female version of him. I feel as though I am what these bitches think they are when it come down to being toxic, saying fuck these niggas. You know what I'm saying? I really do feel like I I I am what these hoes think they are. These women think they are. And I wish more women would start not giving a fuck about these niggas. Okay? So, I have number one on this sticky note. And I just been posted on my Instagram story about, you know, just little things that came to mind. And I'm like, I'm going to talk about myself. I'm going to really talk about myself on this episode. So, number one. I will drop everything for you, but I will also drop you. And that is very true about me. I will drop everything that I love for somebody that I love. But somebody I love, I will drop them for everything I love. Do y'all understand what the fuck I just said? Do y'all understand what the fuck I just said? And if you don't get it, the girls who get it, get it and the girls who don't don't number two i am a very emotionally unavailable person shout out to my daddy for not being around and being absent shout out to my daddy for being distant shout out to my daddy for lying shout out to my daddy for neglecting shout out to my daddy for abandoning me now i'm an emotionally available unavailable bitch um but i want someone to give me all of their emotions i want all your emotions to be given to me because but why the fuck not testify your love for me worth the future you know what i'm saying like testify that you love me you know i want somebody to kiss my ass i ain't even gonna lie to you you know i don't want to give you no type of emotions but deep down inside i love i love you baby like maybe this is why i'm not in a relationship you know what I'm saying? Because I don't know how to really show my emotions, you know, outside the bedroom. But we're not going to get into that. Number three, I have single within a relationship. A lot of people, especially a lot of men, they want that to happen for them. But I think it's more women that want that to happen for them than there are men. Um, I want to be in a relationship but I want to be single within the fucking relationship. I want you to be in love with me. I want you to be there for me. I want you to be my man. But I want I want you I want to have you as my man, but I want to have other men too. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's where I'm at where I'm not dealing with somebody because I think that's what they wanted too. But the power struggles you know what i'm saying i want a relationship with someone but i want to be single at the same time i have another sticky note um number four i'm very narcissistic and i am the queen of manipulation um 
I was told by a former friend when we first started college after we graduated from high school together that I'm a narcissist. I'm like, what the fuck you mean I'm a narcissist? And ever since then, I, I see that I'm very narcissistic. But narcissistic people, we are really like, we, everybody, motherfuckers respect the narcissist. Now, I'm not going to say I'm a narcissist to the point I'm abusing a person. I'm only doing it to men, okay? I'm never going to do it to the girls or the gays. Trust and believe. I only do this to straight cis motherfucking men, okay? I'm very manipulative to men. You have to really treat men the way they treat you. You have to really get ugly with men, like, real talk. Like, it's not even motherfucking funny. Like, you really got to be... And, and a man could hear this and be like, nah, baby girl, bitch, shut the fuck up, hoe. Because if you cheat on me, you think I'm supposed to be like, nah, it's a mistake. But if I, if, if I cheat on you, baby... You're going to be in the corner somewhere crying. That's what I need you doing. And sometimes while dealing with men, being a straight cis woman, dealing with straight cis men, I just like to give off the energy of being narcissist and being manipulative towards men. Because why the fuck not? I might as well, you better, I'm going to get you before you get me. You know what I'm saying? And I'd rather for it to be like that because, oh, you ain't going to play in my face. Okay, moving on. Number five, speaking of moving on, move on to other people, but wait for exes to come back so I can mistreat them. Now, this one should have been my number one because I am very good at this shit. I will move on to a person, someone brand spanking motherfucking new, but I will be waiting on somebody else I've been dealing, I've dealt with previously before my new person, my ex, my old hoe, my old freak, my sneaky link. I don't give a fuck, bitch. When the ass come back, I ain't gonna drop my new dude for the old one. You know, I had me two boyfriends at one time. You know what I'm saying? That shit be fun. But, bitch, you come back around, you spin the block around here again, ho. You best believe. You best motherfucker believe. I'm finna get in the ass. Okay? I am on your ass. I'm just finna raise hell with you. Because, bitch, why the fuck would you even, like, hurt me like that? And I don't even be hurt by these niggas for real. I be lying, I be fake crying, I be sending out these paragraphs and shit. I don't even be meaning this shit for real because when I'm not dealing with, it, with motherfuckers, it just, when you're not dealing with people, it brings a lot of peace. When you notice somebody has so-called cut you off, but you got to remember, the trash always takes itself the fuck out. Remember that. Notice how much peaceful and how much peace comes to your life when a certain motherfucker not around. That's why when this bitch come back around, whoever... With this nigga, if he ever come back around, I will raise motherfucking hell like never motherfucking before. More than I giving him the first 500 motherfucking chances and times. Trust. A bitch ain't hurting, okay? Okay, anyways. <laughs> this shit's so fucking funny to me. Oh my gosh. I just said I wasn't going to get into this. Um, Number six, I really don't see anything more than sex with men. Um, it's very sad to say that sometimes I move off lust and then I learn how to love a person. I learn how to put that shit behind me, all this sexual shit behind me. And you know what I'm saying? They just be a plus. Now I know how to, you know, like the person, love the person for who they are. You know what I'm saying? But 
A nigga can fuck me exactly how the fuck I want him to, and I still won't give a fuck about him. I won't talk to him, you know what I'm saying? I'll, you know, I'll block him. I'll do whatever I got to do to not ever talk to him ever again. You know what I'm saying? Because, baby, it's just sex. You know what I'm saying, baby? I'm not in love because you was hitting my G-spot so hard, making me holler, scream, scratch, bite, all this shit. Nigga, you ain't worth shit. You know what I'm saying? It's the dick. It really been a dick for me. It really been a dick for me. As to why I do not see beyond sex with a person. That's why I want a relationship. That's why I want to continue to fuck with one person. Because I just be want sex. But I think I've learned my lesson on that. Because, um, yeah. I'm not going to talk about this shit either. Number seven. This is the last one I've, I've written on the sticky notes. But number seven is saying... um. Somebody apologizes to me on how we ended with things. <laughs> it's so funny because it's actually true. Somebody apologized to me and I was like, it's cool. But really, it was not cool because in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm going to fuck your life over. I'm going to make you miserable. And this is exactly what the fuck I did. That's why we're not talking now. So when it comes out to this motherfucking men's, you got to say fuck it. Like real motherfucking talk. Fuck these niggas. Like, I don't want to talk about niggas. I don't want to talk about niggas on every episode or whatever. But, like, fuck these niggas. Like, real talk. Fuck these niggas. Every man I have dated or I've talked to or texted or whatever, whatever it goes, they always be like, damn, you just like a nigga. You just like a nigga. What the fuck is you tripping for? This should be fun for you. You know, but it be so funny when you come to a man and it ain't even about thinking like a man. And it's and I I'm not even gonna get on that. Oh, it's your masculine energy ain't shit. Woo woo woo. Baby, I learned from my motherfucking daddy. My own daddy mistreated. I, I got daddy issues, baby. I detach from you. I will. I get avoidment. What's called avoidment detachment or some shit like that. If I feel like it's any need to cut you the fuck off. If I feel like if you. Your tone of your tone of your your tone of voice has changed. I will fucking be like, okay, this relationship is over. This situation ship is over. This shit is over. You know what I'm saying? And I be trying not to be like that, but a bitch can only take so little. Cause I don't have no motherfucking patience. My temper in my mouth is out this world. You know what I'm saying? Bitch, don't motherfucking play with me, ho. And I just feel as though. Y'all got to understand, a woman like me, like I said, I don't think I'm Richard Hendricks Jr. And I think, you know, I'm my daddy, but in a female way. And on top of that, Richard, my favorite rapper, and I'm a Scorpio too, just like that nigga. You have you saying what you want to do. You don't want to come around these parts and fuck with me, ho, because you always play so much Richard, baby. Yep, I'm going to play your ass too, okay? I guess the dick can go. And I don't know if this is bad. But I don't be one real intimacy. It's I don't be one. It's bad as a woman to say this, but I hope I'm not the only woman that feels like this to go on dates with niggas and shit. I don't want to do all this shit with you, nigga. I'm just trying to scratch my itch and go about my business until somebody else is worthy. You know what I'm saying? Which I have met somebody, but I'm not. I'm not dealing with that nigga. I have, you know, I started going on dates with him and stuff like that. But hell, he ain't even want to do it for the past two years. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck. How the fuck you spending money on a motherfucker, taking him out to eat some shit, food ain't motherfucking cheap, cheap. Drinks ain't cheap as shit. But she don't want to move from a relationship. How fuck you? That's why 
back in October 2019 when I got that dick. Oh, I was through with you. The first night we fucked, oh, I was through. And I'm doing all the talking, but this is my motherfucking podcast. It's called The Reality of Chris. I can't do numbers. <laughs> Keep this shit whole honey. You hear me? But it's like, I don't even want to, you know what I'm saying, get attached to these niggas because I don't even want to work the relationship myself. I, I know I'm a cheater. I know I cheat because I know some shit I've done. Oh, I'll cheat, you know, but it's not right to cheat. I don't want nobody cheating on me. That shit, I'll be, in, I'll be somewhere just, who just, just going through it. You know what I'm saying? And it's just so crazy how when I think about it, I really maneuver and I move like a man. But I'm not trying to do all no pick me ass shit. I just, I just don't give no fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I just don't. I do not. I'm young. Somebody worth my time will eventually come along. And I know that. And I'm not rushing anything. Because I feel like I am not in my... I swear I had a whole phase. <laughs> but I'm not in my whole phase no more. But it seemed like every time... I'd be like, okay, I'm through with my whole phase. I'm ready to be a wife. I'm ready to be, you know, in something serious because I've, you know, I'm very experienced. You know what I'm saying? It's always somebody that make me want to, you know what I'm saying, make them part of my collection. And um, it just be so motherfucking hard. Like, I used to ask niggas, do you want to get on the team? Meaning, like, I get other niggas, too, but you want to be a, you know, you ain't to play on the team. Because you ain't going to play me. I'm for sure the damn coach. But it's like, you want to be a part of the winning team? Like, you know. And I used to line niggas up on a roster. I used to get, like, five, six no's at one time. And then, uh, you know, you know, cut two niggas off. And then I got four niggas. And I cut two niggas off. And then I got two niggas left. And it's like, okay, made the best one win. Then I just cut all them niggas off. By the time I, I, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, I'm 23 now. I, I, I want something serious. I've been doing this shit, this playing the game shit since I was 16. You know what I'm saying? I ain't been fucking since I was 16, though. Hold on, let me get that clear. But, as you hoes out here is fast. How about you found your first love at 14? Girl, what the fuck? Child, them perverted ass niggas, they need to be locked up right motherfucking now. But what I'm saying is... I've learned the game. My daddy taught me. And he didn't even tell me nothing. It's just his actions, his ways. You know what I'm saying? So I do think people's childhood, childhoods and their um upbringing and their backgrounds has, has a lot to do with how they deal with people friendship-wise, relationship-wise. It has a lot to do with it. And I'm just one of those people. I'm going to show you my, my motherfucking daddy's daughter. And I'm going to show you that future my motherfucking favorite rapper, ho what's next what you got to say about that you know what i'm saying but yeah that's just how i am and people be like oh that's that scorpio shit how fuck you bitch you want to be a scorpio don't try to come for me and fruitier and drake and sizzle and frank ocean and miguel and french montana and diddy and uh who else was scorpio who else let's name them because y'all ain't gonna come for us Y'all just not gonna do that shit. <sighs> it feels good to know that you are the villain <laughs> in somebody's sob ass, sad ass, wannabe, crybaby ass story when it come down to them. You know what I'm saying? 
bitch, I'll be the villain, hoe. Bitch, I'll break a heart. <laughs> you hear me? Because, you know, when you get your heart broken, and it's so funny because when I was 18, 19, I get my heart broken so bad, I thought I couldn't even motherfucking eat, sleep, piss, drink water, drink pop, nothing. I feel like I couldn't do a fuck thing. You hear me? I feel like I couldn't even damn love my damn self, you know? But see, I've been like that even before I had got my heart broke. You know what I'm saying? I was like that before then. And it was just so crazy because, shit, once I got over there, the, shit, the pimping ain't stopped. The pimping did not stop. Now, the pimping did stop when I met a certain somebody. I'm like, damn, maybe I do want a relationship for real. Maybe I am ready to settle down for real. But I keep saying that I'm ready to settle down. Until it's just somebody that sparked my interest. It's like, damn, I got to get them on my team. You hear me? Like, damn, I got to see what they about. You know, I think I'm I'm, I'm, I'm talking too much. I don't want to be judged. Well, I'm a woman with needs. <laughs> I'm a woman that move off of, you know, I, I, I love I love a good-looking man. It be the the physical features for me. Shit, fuck with that. Fuck with going on with you. You look good. <laughs> You look good, I treat you good. And and I had to learn from that too. You know. So I ain't never look for no love because my dad ain't around, you know. And I'm not judging the girls or the guys who d didn't have, don't have a certain parent around or didn't have a certain parent around. You know, I'm not judging y'all for looking for love because I know it's hard because you like, damn, like my own, you know, my daddy not around and shit like that. I, You know, it just, you know. But I've learned to embrace that. With Drake, of um certified loving boy, when he was on TSU, he was talking about her daddy is not around, her mama is not around. I ain't never thought that somebody could put my motherfucking trauma in a song, and I can just like shake my ass to it. Cause bitch, my daddy was not around, ho. Like this shit crazy. And you niggas gonna pay for this shit too because my daddy wasn't around, ho. Because how my daddy treated me and my brother and my mama, that's, that's on him. But how I'm having this pain, carrying this pain, every nigga I come across, ho, you a victim. You was a motherfucking victim, bitch. Because every woman y'all come across, they be motherfucking victims. So y'all my motherfucking victims. I ain't looking for no new victims because I'm just, I'm just sick of, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm... I'm ready to hang my, my jersey up. I'm ready to get into committed relationship. And I keep going back on that. And I keep saying that. But it's like when I see somebody. It's like fuck. Let me. I, you know actually I'm not hanging my jersey up. I actually got that hole on my shoulder. You know what I'm saying. Just in case I want to take it off my shoulder. If I want to take off my shoulder and put it on. All the way. Yeah my jersey just hanging on my shoulder. You know what I'm saying? I get it. You know, it's just on my shoulder. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> this is so fucking funny to me. Like, I'm really fucking hilarious. But that is all I have to for today, tonight, evening, or whenever you're going to listen to this on episode three of my podcast, The Reality of Chris. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your ears. Thank you for your, you know, listening and hearing me and understanding me. I really, really appreciate it. I'll see y'all on next episode.